Wahyaguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Wahyaguru Ji Ki Fateh. Um, today we'll be having a talk with the Vice by Baldeep Singh Ji. Uh, we have put the, in our posters and promotion, we put the title of Gurbani Sangeet Revivalist, but that title is honestly not enough for Pai Sabji. Pai Sabji is also a sociocultural political activist, Drupadiya, a Pakavaji, a poet, a composer, Luthier, and a designer. And Pai Sabji uh, has a, a large, large amount of gyan, and that one title definitely is not enough for them. Uh, um, just as a give a small introduction of Pai Sabji and their background, Pai Sabji is a direct descendant of Sri Guru Nanak Dev Ji's um, disciple Pai Sadaranji, who was also given the title of Sant Sadaran, and uh, who's be being the Gurpai of Pai Lerna Ji. And Pai Sadaran was the second head of the Taramshala, the, uh, the school of learning, founded by um, Guru Nanak Dev Ji in Katarpur um, in 1521. And Pai, Sanda Pai Sadaranji was also endowed with uh, Amanji by Guru Amar Das Ji Maharaj. Um, by Bible Deep Singh Ji descends from a long lineage of um, Gursik masters of the Gurbani's Kirtan Maryada, and today is, a th is the 13th generation exponent. By uh, Bible Deep Singh Ji's repertoire includes masterpieces that were first composed by the Gurus and the Pagas themselves. And Pai Sabji is also the prime exponent, the Khalifa of the oldest generation of classical percussions, um, which is the Pakavaj Madang playing of Punjab, um, known as Sultan Palodi's Amrit Saribaj. Pai Sabji is also the founder and chairman of the Anad Foundation, which focuses on preserving and documenting, documenting traditional forms of Sangeet. And overall, they're helping revive, propagate, and disseminate the art of percussion and other musical in instruments. And one of the revivals includes um, the now well-known Jodi, which was dead for many, many years until Pai Sabji themselves revived it. Pai Sabji has also many uh, academic published articles and are also currently doing an online Bertek series on their YouTube channel and on Facebook, which involves in-depth conversations with musicians and other uh, artists from across the globe. So, um, Pai Sabji, I just believe the floor to you. Both Patan, Vaji, Vaiguji Ka Khalsa, Vaiguji Ki Fadehi. Sadkartar, Vaiguji Ka Khalsa, Vaiguji Ki Thank you for, well, not a very generous introduction. It was good. We could have gone on. <laughs> Who doesn't like to be pampered and being spoken well about? Um, but thank you so very much. A joke's apart. It is my pleasure. I'm not really worthy. Um, but it is your uh, love for uh, Guru Baba Nanak um, and his vision and his endowments that you have so very kindly um, honored me by inviting me to your platform and to be part of this wonderful spring camp. Um, I'm, of course, I've been quite curious uh, about uh, uh, your work and I'm looking forward to learning more and more um, in the course of our conversation today and um, in the near future. Um, and um, where do I begin? Um, your, um, I don't know, there were a couple of thoughts that folks had shared. Uh, maybe they were here. The title or the, um, the focus that I've been um, requested to um, sort of attend to uh, is uh, the field of Gurbani Sangeet. Uh, at the very onset, um, 
some of you may have may be confused about the term Gurbani Sangeet. Um, as uh, uh, there's another term, uh, Gurmat Sangeet. Uh, and uh, how are these two different? I guess uh, as an attendee, as a conservator, it is my duty and my responsibility uh, to, to sort of sensitize uh, those who are um, going to be the future custodians of the Gursik heritage. So that clarity is um, um, sort of brought, um, a bit of fog is lifted, uh, and um, um, some of the facts and figures and logic and rationality or rationale is placed in front of you for your kind um, indulgence and consideration. Now, what could be um, Gurmat? Let's look at the term Gurmat. Um, guru di Mati, wisdom of the Guru. Now, please note that in the entire Guru Granth Sahib, in the entire Guruvani, or the Gursikh allied scriptures um, and texts, which would include by Gurdasni Avara, um, by Nandlal Diyagasla, um, the Dasambani, which is which is um, codified and. and bound as the Dasam Granth, as we the old uh, Gursik order uh, honor that compilation. Uh, but let us look at the Gurbani itself, the Rehat of the, the unchanging Rehat, which nobody can even move or shake a single monothong or a diphthong or a triphthong, etc. Only the Raga names are there, the Raga names. If you look at the title hits, it's Mani is indexed in 31 Ragas. Uh, and forget about the idea of the Raga and the Ragani. They're just a poetic way of looking at it. They are a genderless entity, um, like Shakti or Pagauti, the the intent of the karta, they're all genderless. Um, it's just a figure of speech. Uh, for example, Soho is the groom, uh, is the lord, but is the Nanak Harivar Paya Mangal, Harivar, the omniscient groom. I mean, but. There is no groom, groom. There's no male or female entity. It's a figure of speech. That's a, a something very beautiful, but that's another issue. But many people say, oh, raga ke ragni hai. So it's it has its own place, the idea of gender to do with rag and raganis. But when there is no gender, they're all nouns, the names. But look at the 31 ragas. Sidirag, Maj, Gaudi, Asa, Gujri, Devgandhari, Bihagada, Vadhans, Sorathi, Dhanasari, Jatsari, Toddi, Bairadi, Telang, 
सूही बिलावल गोंड रामकली नट नारायण माली गौड़ा मारू तुखारी केदारा पैरों बसंत सारग मलहार कांगड़ा कल्याण प्रभाती जजवंती नॉट ए सिंगल राग इज एक्सप्लेन्ड इन द गुरु ग्रंथ साहिब म्यूजिकली देर इज नॉट ए सिंगल तान इन द एंटायर सीरीराग चैप्टर और एनीवेयर in the binding any of the <clears throat> old manuscripts um it is not um uh, the vadi samvadi the most conversant note the second most conversant note um the adjacent or the um the notes that help in the conversation the anwad that translate the conversation for the ordinary mortals like me or vivad the ones that can uh, the notes that can uh, argue come up with an argument a counterpoint uh, or the varjits varas the notes that mustn't be used in a scale none of them are given so <laughs> it is amusing for me that none of the so called i mean none of the six scholars have ever taken the pain to look at the idea that if i were to use let's say i as baldeep were to use um the term gurmat sangeet and if a non sikh i or a vidwan or a scholar or a philosopher would you come and ask me well saya i believe saying you represent a major uh, gursik order uh, you are the head of that uh, one of the oldest gursik orders uh, would you kindly tell us what is the guru's mati of sangeet um, if i were to um, look at the gurbani i can tell as much as i told you i can read the names of the ragas i i cannot refer as a scholar to any page therein where rag sri uh, would would um, interpret um in one way or another now let me um give an example let's say the ancient rag sri is in the kafi mela re pa pa da pa pa re re ga de de re pa pa re re ne sa re ma pa ni sa pa ni la re दिस इज नॉट रिटन 
This is ancient 250 odd years ago. This is how Sri Rag was sung. And as the oldest Gursikh order, we have an original composition. And the first lines go like this. Nowadays, many people have tried to create a very chic Swarupa. This is non-existent. This has no history. This is only 25-30 odd years old Taan. In the old man, that Repa doesn't exist. So that's one of the, um, how we say, um, debris or add-ons, contemporary music's uh, infiltration. Um, as conservators, we keep a tag on when things are added, what was before, what is now. Maj, for example, Gauri has so many forms. I was just singing yesterday when a neighbor, one of the very fine dance exponents, Bharatnatyam exponents, and opera uh, ballet dancers from, I think, Czechoslovakia somewhere. She was visiting and I was singing this Gaudi of the Purvi Mela. But let me give an example of the Bharo Mela Gaudi. Gaudi, Bhairav, I'm set to be the original of Panchamitaka. Asa, we all sing, but let me show you one of the oldest compositions that is said to belong to the Pratham Padsha. And there's something very unique how these are composed. Uh, if there's a Pada, the first Pada before the Rahav comes, this composition is from those times when that's how Bani was sung. Look at this. Gujri, 
only the greatest of the rababis or the oldest of the gursik orders had done ordinary singers of bani even some of the most famous ones did not have this repertoire antanapa Oh, 
जेत प्रभ प्रभ मेला सोरठ प्रथम पाठशा such compositions haven't been composed in the last two, three, four centuries. Nazari ho gaya, Yatsri lalo. Sing. 
हाँ बोलो भैया राम नाम पतित बावनो अर संत भगत तरणो हर भर पूरे रहे आप जल थल राम नाम नित गायर दुख बिसारनो बोलो भैया राम नाम लॉकडाउन हिंदुस्तानी संगीत से इट डाइड लॉन्ग टाइम अगो एंड आई आर्ग्यू व्हेन वी सिंग देम वी सिंग दिस राग स्टिल ओरिजिनल लोग भगत नाम दे ले राम ले जान जन तरवे ना जान बाप बीठला दे Oh 
चौथा पाठ वो जाना तो बड़ी चीज मन नर हरे नर हर स्वामी हर सगल देव देवा श्री राम राम नाम हर प्रीतम मोरा प्रीतम मोरा दब मन नर हरे नर हर जब मन नर हरे नर हर मलहार चौथा पाठशा हर जन बोलत श्री राम नाम मेल साध संबर हरी गोर हरिजन बोलत श्री राम नाम हर धन बल जो हर धन समझो जे राम राम 
राम राम राम राम जाप कल कले से लोभ गुरबानी इज साइलेंट 
Guru Granth Sahib does not give, does not bear witness about the rag forms. So if a non-Sikh I were to ask me, well, what is the rag form of this or that? Um, or Raag Gauri Baragan, or Raag Gauri Gwariri, or Raag Gauri Mala. I've not gone, it'll take time. I mean, I've sung, I'm the only one, uh, the first one in a long time who sang all the 31 Ragas in one sitting for about six hours at the Guranu University in 2011, 2011, I think, yeah. When I was a visiting professor, and I sang in 2014, February at the Indian International Center to raise funding for my foundation, Anal Foundation, which is a pioneering uh, and the only uh, foundation in recent history to actually uh, engage in seminal research to recover the intangible assets and heritage of the uh, Gursik Parampara. Uh, I sang in about five and a half hours uh, in a single pattern all the 31 Ragas compositions, full compositions. So, Rag forms are not contained in the Gurbani. So that is when we say, well, the memory of the rag is the intangible, that is the sukham and the abodh virsa, that is the intangible heritage. Suksham is um, ineffable. Abodh is intangible, is is that which, which is only in the memory, which cannot, there's no tangible form to it. Um, that is with the Gurkhalsa or with the Gursikh Panth. Uh, that lives in the memory because this has to be lived. This has to be learned, relearned by every subsequent generation. So when I say Gurmat Sangeet, and I have to say, well, what is the Mati of the Guru? Um, mati of the Guru is as many of the compositions that I sang. Jit Grahi Gunagavate, Ram Ke Gunagavate, Jit Grahi Gunagavate, Hari Ke Gunagavate, Ram Gunagavate, Tit Grahi Bajaya Panch Sabada Vada Bhagamathura, this is Guru's math, wisdom. It is to do with the first question that exists in Gurbani. As I've noted, Sikhs forgot about the first question. They're talking about all else, every other philosophy and logic and this and that, modern age and businesses and enterprises and sheets and uh, you know investments and turnovers etc etc and they forget the very in that in that smoke screen of the maya they forget the first question that guru baba nanak poses give such how do you become and then there is a wisdom to become such that is guru's math the ragic math is not contained in the Guru Granth Sahib. And just because the names are mentioned in the Gurbani does not make it a musical scripture. It is a scripture, an extraordinary one, which was sung by the authors in one rag or another as mentioned in the Bani and as remembered by the learned Brahmgyani Gursik Sadhus. And I did an experiment at the Gurunagar University when I was um, the dean for two years, uh, the Faculty of Humanities and Religious Studies, until my tenure ended on the 30, 30th of June, 2020. I did an experiment. I said, well, and I all the research scholars, MPhil and PhD students and 
um, MA students, MA, MPhil, and PhD students, and some who were already PhDs who were teaching faculty members, um, ex, you know, former uh, students who are now professors, etc., head of departments. They were all there. I said, well, pose me, and it's a recorded kind of, you know, seminar. Pose me. I said, anyone can get up and sing a composition that you are certain that I have not heard. I've never heard. You've never played it for me. You've never sung it for me. It could even be in a rock that I'm not. You are certain that I don't know. Can you sing it? And let me see if I can get it. And Dr. Jatendra Singh from Batala, who's head of department at the Khalsa College, Amritsar. I was my former research scholar. I mean, uh, once as research scholar, always research scholar. He got up and uh, he participated. He sang a composition. Yes, Thai and I sang it upon listening once. Um, there are other recordings when, let's say, I'm doing research with Saad Muhammad Afis Khan, the Talmudi school, when I'm in Lahore in 97 and 2000. The video cameras are going on, and anybody can look at the archives and uh, see how much time I took to learn. Uh, a composition like just like that i heard it and sung it so i demonstrated in front of in the university setting in an academic setting that i could emulate the song that um the dr jatinder singh sang and then I said, now I'm going to do a reverse experiment. I'm going to now swap the position in the sense that I'm going to now sing. And how many of you uh, have ever studied music? I think two or three, because it's a faculty of humanities and religious studies. There were only two or three hands that raised, um, uh, you know, uh, said that they had something to do with music. I said, OK, perfect. So those who have not studied music, other ones were my primary target. And I said, I'm going to sing something very, very rare and very special. And I sang and one word by one word. And they were about 98, 99% there. They were shocked. So when you are uh, an, a, a practitioner of music, who are a, you are a Gursik Sadhu, whose nickname is Gungawa Dinrat Nanak Chao Eho, you're smitten by the legend of Guru Baba Nanak and, and you are a Gursikra, a Gurgam Margi, and you sing Bani and you remember the originals and you also delve into music, you studied some and you hear a composition immediately and you get it. So the memory is paramount. In the memory of the Guru Khalsa, you can understand it, but Guru's mat is ओ Sagro ham mitavo, tau garhila lapavo, tab ras mangalagunagavo, one and drove the havo, nana kadwarayao, taumelalan paivari. O galijo ganahui, 
एक दृष्टि कर समसर जाने योगी कही है सोई दिस इज गुरुमती दिस इज गुरुज विजडम इन द गुरबानी गुरुज विजडम डजंट से वेल इफ यू डू गुरुज मत is to do with the kiv sachara hui hai kiv kuda to tapa hukme de jai chalna and what is it to walk in the hukm in the raza of the parampurukh parmeshwara that is guru's mati so when instead okay before i go to gurbani sangeet let's say guru's mati is um if i would do entertain the thesis by these new age scholars that there is a gurmat sangeet so gurmat would be according to the gursik panth because bhagat mat would be the musical system of bhagats then different bhagats came from different traditions um sufi mat would be baba sheik farid and others who came from the sufi mat and they came they may have come from different musical orders musical systems Guru's mat would be from Guru Nanak till Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj. So, are we now telling Baba Sheikh Farid that you cannot have your voice now? Sorry, you know your original two of your originals exist, but we won't allow it because because you've sung it and we don't know. We are not sure. Even if your suhi uh, looks very similar to the one sung by the gurus, but you know, just because you've sung it three centuries or so before that. before uh, mahara sang so we were going to discount your suhi because yours is not guru mat yours is a sufi mat suhi is that the level of discourse that the gursikhras are now going to engage but instead the term you look at when gani gyan singh abtabad writes his book he calls it gurbani sangeet the two volumes when by avtar singh gurcharan singh right my grand uncles when they write their two volumes they call it gurbani sangeet prachin reet ratnavali because the mandate of the university was to find the original compositions and i implore upon you to read the forward by dr taran singh he is one of the top most scholars six scholars and academicians of the 20th century bs couldn't fly around him he was that authentic a scholar and paisa by ardaman singh bagli and the direct descendant of pai rupa he chaired that committee and some of the greatest musicians you know one of the top civil in awardees sadar son singh from the agra gharana he was on the committee as well and young research scholars professor ajit singh paintle and many and professor balkar singh the research scholars also part of the committee and professor kripal singh narang who is a historian who was then vice chancellor these are the people who oversaw the entire research on where is the actual heritage of gurbani sangeet where we can find or where can the com find the original assets of the guru's court and a number which will establish once and for all the musical system of the guru sikh order otherwise 
um, non-Sikhs would question that, well, as they question now, well, is this Gurbat Sangeet? What is unique? You're copying the Khayal, Chota Khayal style. This is Mughal Darbari music and how can you call it Gurbat Sangeet? Just by changing the words, but the musical system and the musical genre remains uh, of the Mughal court, etc. How can you call it Gurbat Sangeet? Just by changing the text doesn't mean that you have a different music system. What answer do we give them? That we are copycatting their system of music, their system of elaborations and so on and so forth. But when we include now, let me come to the uh, term Gurbani Sangeet. Gurbani is something that is very extraordinary. 24 languages, 120 dialects according to the old masters. In a script that Guru Nanak recovered, that is revolution. People don't even understand that. Revolution is when you tell the tyrants and the oppressors and the invaders that, thank you very much, your script compliments to you. We are not going to study. We are not going to write in your script. We will recover the script of our land. That is the greatest bakabat. That is the greatest rebellion. And that is my Guru Baba Nanak. And he entrusted the task of the final findings to put all the Sangrah of the other masters and to formalize it. And Guru Angadev Maharaj, uh, you know, and uh, my and his classmate, his aide sake, and then his Gursik, Pai Sadharan, along when then. Uh, my ancestor was a warrior, his battle axe was his favorite. And when uh, Baba Sirichandi was young and flamboyant, lived like a prince, when he took over the entire Taramsal, saying, claiming that he owned it all because he's the elder son, Bhai Sadharan did not uh, fight because he's the son, he's a Sahibzada. He would not fight for them. He's a man of learning. He's, he's, he's the one Guru Nanak chose to walk the last. All old Janams, which are not my family ancestors written, others have written. Pai Sadharan is the last one whom Guru Nanak takes. And the secret of what he, how he instructed his body to be uh, merged back into the five elements was only confided with Pai Sadharan. But when Baba Sirichan took over and hostile takeover, he left and created a protective ring about his, around in Kadur and informed uh, his now guru, his uh, former classmate and now guru, in front of whom his own guru had bowed his head. And he did not have his known, his humility is what Guru Omar Das also acknowledged after his seva of the uh, Bali Sahab, as Pai Khan Singh Daba also right uh, in the cart, the body, the last 84 step. He was a very dangerous mission. He hand carved and placed it personally. And the humility was marked when he turban exchanged, called him his brother, and gave him a title, San Sadharan. Even the seva, one of the 22 manjis. These are stories of humility and extraordinary learning and awakening. These are not just of loyalties and patriotisms and only Guru Bhakti. It is awakening. That is what is unique about Gursikh order. It is not a cult. It's a transactional relationship. And this transactional relationship is claimed by Guru Baba Nanak. As he says, prem If you bloody dare... Learn the art, learn the game of love. You bloody place your ego in your 
on the platter and then you dare enter my street and he doesn't even tell what does it take to enter his door it was only the entry uh, to his street <laughs> that's the extraordinary master that we have and we dance around in the streets of maya instead and illusion and delusion we love the ego pamperers we love those who butter our egos etc anyway and when pai buddha and the rest of the sangat pai kamli and others decided that they are going to have nothing to do with baba sarichan that they are going to go with their former classmate and now guru whom guru baba nanak has appointed and when doing research i found that another uh, account where all the sangat reaches the house of the gursikhra and that is pai sadharan who opens the door and he recognizes and he's pleased he says it's my time to sing so that join me he joins and they all join in sing together in the night he understands what they're up to uh, that the, what is the decision of the gursangat that he sees that he's the warrior he sees that there is no hostility that this is a genuine decision of the gursangat that they have decided to go with the decision of guru baba nanak and not with the claims of baba sirichal and by the time the discussions are done it is asadiwar time that one of the story jansakis recounts that in the morning pai sadharan says well it is now my time to sing asadiwar let's sing together and they sang together and then he leads them tells them where <laughs> guru sahib uh, guru angad dev is these are uh, uh, people forget people underestimate the stories they they somehow spoil uh, story tell very poorly because there were many times hostile uh, those who were somehow feeling uh, disenfranchised that they thought they would be the they would be the they deserve to be the guru sometimes accounts are written and they are written in a very they would write the gursikhs with poor light as if they were some wretched beings or lesser mortals um so 24 languages 120 dialects you have one script as i said the first great revolution by guru baba nanak guru arjun dev was to uh, compile as per the instructions of the pratham patsha that was the second revolution for which as i have often i mean for now over 25 6 7 years i have uh, spoken i have taught that that decision that act of binding the words of a cobbler sadhu a weaver sadhu a washerman sadhu a cutter orthodox brahmin sadhu an orthodox sufi sadhu the gurus and the gursikhs including the bats and the by satabal one mirasi low caste mirasis the lowliest of the low uh, mirasis together was such a threat that every other um, quote unquote religious order combined to make sure that guru arjun dev paid with his life professor jaswant singh neki even quoted me and all of these that they accepted that this was true this this analysis it's true this is this seems to be very very accurate otherwise there was no reason for someone who just sang what was the threat 
So the very first is the language, the gyan, that the gyan which is deprived to the underserved will be given to them, the Brahmtat. And some of these smart asses like um, Vivek, uh, this is Dayanand Saraswati in his book, Arya Samaj uh, book, you know, he says, oh, this wretched Guru Nanak, he didn't know Sanskrit and he just to impress upon these low castes and so on and so forth. He just spoke some crooked Sanskrit to impress upon them. Now, the very act that the very fact that the Guru is given everything that is hidden from them, from the underserved, he's granting them. He said, Don't worry about it. this is what any scripture says. This is what is said. So he's also telling what to say. And then he's also giving his commentary on them, his critique of them or his corrections. That's Guru Arjun Pasha says, Nanak Sodhe Simrati Ved Par Brahm Gurnahi Ved. So Nanak Sodhe. Sodhe is uh, one is to read, but then Sodhe is also to correct. Nanak corrects the Simritis and Vedas. He says, Par Brahm Gurnahi Ved. That is, the Guru is no different. My Par Brahm is my Guru. Guru is the Parvaram Parmeshwara. That is a sodhana. That is a correction uh, which he, which he uh, intervenes. Uh, there is intervention. So the Gurbani now from Bhagat Jayadev, born 1178, the oldest author of Guru, Guru Granth Sahib, and the youngest author is Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj, who finally seals it and calls it the Guru Granth, says that this will be the Guru now. And this is Gurbani. And irrespective of the musical orders of all the 36 authors of Gurbani, I sometimes argue that when you say so kaho tal gursevi hai, ehnese sahaja subhai, darsan pratsaya guru kai, janam maran dukh jai. I do not consider tal as a as an aberration. Bhat is kal, but they say, oh, this is mistake. I mean, I, I argue that Guru Arjan Dev Maharaj's Former classmates, elder classmates are the Bhats. <laughs> At the court of Guru Ramdas, the Bhats of Mathura are the elder classmates of Guru Arjan Dev. And when he is endowed instead of his elder brother with the with the Guru Tilak, and as uh, one of the bhats sings that I have sung earlier Ramdas Guru Jagataran Kaugur Jyoti Arjana Mahedhari yes. How could Guru Arjan and by Gurdas whose classmates were they could that Typo be there. That is my contention, my argument. I consider that therefore there would be 37 authors, not 36. But that is besides, I in fact wrote that in my paper for outlet. But let's come back to Gurbani Singh. So all the authors, 
be it 36 or 37, their musical systems combine. Bhagat Ramanand as a child hails from where south in Chennai, where current day Chennai or Madras is. As a young child, he's sent to Varanasi to study the Vedas. So he lives there. Now my question, a musicological question, I have posed in the past to these new age six scholars. Well, could you kindly tell me if Bhagat Ramanand had already studied the music of Chennai area or Madras region or South India or the Deccan or the so-called new age, modern age, modern era Karnataka Sangeet. This was not the original name. It's only a recent name which is given. What was the musical system of Bhagat Rama? Did he study from Chennai area, from the from the Karnataka Sangeet area or the Deccan? Let's say Dakshin or the Deccan plateau. Or did he learn the music of in Varanasi from the masters in Varanasi. So what was his musical system? What I say is, we fortunately, we have one composition, uh, which is said to be his original in uh, Now, what was his musical system? Was it from the Chennai region, the Deccan area, or Deccan region, or from the Varanasi region? Can the scholars of Varanasi tell us the music from 6th centuries and 7th centuries ago? They have no idea. Can the Deccan scholars, I know Professor Janki Raman, TBR Sankar Narayan, and Pandit uh, Balamuri Krishna, and name them, Dr. Umalayal Param Sivaram. I mean, the finest minds of Professor N. Ramanatha, the musicologists, the memory bearers, etc., etc. I have been doing research for nearly 32, 3 years now. They're buddies of mine. Many of them have gotten National Academy Awards with my nominations. When I was in the executive board of the National Academy of Music, Dance and Drama. I know their sizes of their kasharas and bananas, kacha bananas. I know them so well. So BS wouldn't pass for facts, facts and figures. But in the south of India, they have no idea what was the music six centuries ago. And they have, the folks from Varanasi have no idea what the music was seven centuries ago, six centuries ago. But I say, whatever it was, fortunately, we have the original, some of the original of Bhagat Kabir have survived. And a musical analysis, musicological analysis, aesthetical analysis has been done under the guidance, you know, some of the top philosophical, uh, philosopher aestheticians like Professor Eskis Saksana, Dr. Subhuti Buratkar and so many others. They were shocked at the kind of musical structure, musicological structure, the architecture, the compositions. They say these, these have not happened in the last three, four, five centuries. Even Tansen and Haridas's texts are not like that. Even Nayak's, Baidu's and others, uh, you know, composition structures are not uh, like that. These are certainly older. So what was the musical order of Bhagat Jaydev? I have not been able to find any musical composition of Bhagat Jaydev as yet. Two compositions of Baba Sheikh Farid exist and they are the oldest intangible asset relics or living uh, heritage of the Gursik order. Two compositions are said to be his originals in Raag Suhi. 
So I hope that you will all acknowledge that it's very important to be semantically precise, to be to have some sort of an academic integrity and semantic precision, intellectual honesty, dignity, and, and loyalty to facts and figures, to reason, not hearsay. That is not good Sikhi. If Guru Nanak Dev Maharaj took a dhuni, a tune from somewhere, he wrote it down to Deas Raja Kithuni. That is a scholarship which the Guru Sahib have you know, entrusted us with. It. And we cannot be lesser scholars. We are associated with Guru Baba Nanak and we must be noted as the most ruthless scholars on the planet. That is why the Parampara of the Gursikh order, the tradition and the discipline of, of uh, exegesis and that of music, that of calligraphy, that of the swords from Shastra to the Shastra. We, the Guru Khalsa, we have called this the music, the Sangeet of the entire Gurubani, irrespective of the masters, uh, the, the music of the masters, the musical systems of the masters, whether we know, as I've given you reference, that is a scholarship that, well, Bhagat Jayadev's composition, I have not been able to. I'm giving, I'm bearing you witness. I'm giving you an anthropological note. The Birhade, Suchaji, Kuchaji have not been able to find. That is the honesty I'm talking about. I am an extraordinary, I'm noted as an extraordinary composer. My composition. I've tested this with some of the finest, the heads of the other traditions, without telling them this was mine, and I would recite them. Uh, my my composition. Wow, this belongs to some grandmaster, and I would play along as a jar. This really belongs to a grandmaster. Oh, this is this is this is percussion. Oh yeah, I said yeah, this is percussion. Oh, which was this master? Oh, I said someone very extraordinary. He said, oh, but tell me. Oh, no, no, this is a very great guy. by <laughs> said, BBS, come on, tell us, Paisam. I said, there was someone called Paibaleep Singh. And poof, because I was doing I was doing an academic test. <laughs> and I would tell them, and I was just deliberately not telling you earlier. Because I wanted to test. Otherwise, if I tell you I have composed this, you might be a nice guy and you just to butter my ego and say, oh, yeah, 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 this is a great composition. I don't want that, uh, you know, buttering of my ego. I want an honest opinion. So I tell you that, well, this is a composition. What do you think of the composition? Without coloring, telling that, oh, this is, belongs to my teacher or my master or my, this was star or my grandfather or my great grandfather or my grand teacher, my great grand teacher. Or mine. I don't want you to bother about who, whose it is. I want you to look at it and then assess it for what it is worth. And then later on, if you insist, I might tell, well, then this is my composition. That is how scholarship must work. And scholarship knows no fear. Because there's a courage to say, well, I will, I am, you know, we are. People understand when we say, well, we, the Gursikhs, are a, have been a persecuted, you know, community. 
And when Pai Bhagavad Singh says, well, even I'm a persecuted being contemporary, all the 31 years of uh, instrument making, the anthropologically invaluable, precious stencils, and they've been destroyed, tools have been destroyed, worth about $129,000, $30,000 by the Punjab police. There were Sikhs. Sikh policemen have destroyed the Rabab, which I had handcrafted, dedicated to the 550th birth anniversary, based on the model of Guru Arjun Dev Rabab, which is uh, lying at Pairupa. The Saranda that I was uh, made, inlay was already done, dedicated to Guru Amar Das Maharaj, is still missing. The Dilrabha of my grand-uncle Pai Thar Singh is missing, which had ivory work on it, blah, blah, blah. Manuscripts, you know, sacred texts are missing. We talk of Burgari Khan, if I were to, you know, um, you know, I didn't want to cause civil unrest because so much has been lost. Punjab has lost so much because of civil unrest. And I have made the complaints internally. And no action has been taken. It's going to be three years in May, on the 13th of May. So I'm a person. So people, when we say we are a persecuted community, and so much has been lost, but friends, this much has survived. They honor it because, believe you me, the uh, Vaishnav Sakat Shaiva traditions—they don't know what anymore. Chant Prabandha. I was in Varanasi in the Drupad Mela uh, in the uh, in the room of Mahanvir Badra Mishra. Uh, who has who's been hosting the Drupad Mela and others for many decades now, and Maharaj Banaras and everybody was there, the king of Banaras and so on so forth, many scholars and acharyas and chakracharyas. One of the acharyas rolled his eyes and said, oh yeah, the chant singing was taken to the heaven, to the Swarglok by the gods. So I was must have been honked with some uh, nonsense. You know, I said, ha ha, you know, I must be one of those gods. He says, what do you mean? I said, well, ask me which chant you would want to hear. I will, if that is the Lakshana, that is the attribute of the gods and the goddesses that who know the idea of chant. Well, here I am one. Ask me. <laughs> I sang a couple of them. Madhvir Badra Vishnu took me on the stage. He says, you have to sing this and say what you said in, to us in the room from the stage. Right? And I am bearing witness, the Gursik order is bearing witness about what was the music of India from the times of the Bhagats and the Sufi masters and the Gurus. Indian, so-called Indian classical music has no memory of that time. Some compositions of Tansa, they're all Darbari music. As one of my, la my last mentors, uh, Baba Thakur Singh used to say, um, that they're, they're, and this is the old Pyrus and Thunder used to say that as well. But they, they, there was one thing they said there are three kinds of Gavayas. One is a Bazari Gavaya, a freelancer Gavaya. All the courtesans and freelancer musicians would come in that category. So, who did not have, who were not attached to the court, um, they are called the Bazari Gavayas, or Bazaar is like a marketplace singers available on higher. Uh, then there's a Darbari Gavaiya. So not available just like that. They are attached to a court. They're court musicians. And then there's a Nirankari Gavaiyas. And say, well, who are these Nirankari Gavaiyas? Is it the elders of our elders, the Gursik elders say, they are the ones who only know Nirankar as their lord, as their, as their patron, as their judgman. They do not sing in front of anyone. They do not recognize any person who has, who is born and who has died. They only are Upasaks of the Parampur Parmeshwara. Nirankar, Nirankar, Adhanil Anadasam, that one. Narhana Nari hai. 
the one who is chakra chain arbalan chat arpat nahan chai roop rang arek pe ko kahan se kar kai achal murti kan bo prakash abhi to ji kahi jaye ko den rinda sa sa aan kadi chai bhavana bhai swarna aso neeti neeti mantran ka tab sarvanam katha kavan karma na varnat sumati da adanta da adanta kadagari gana da adanta da adanta da da that one the ones who know only that one as their master and nobody else those who say parcha shabd ka vidar khalsa ka par puja akal ki the akal pujaris their music is the one which is the highest form of music and my analysis and therefore by extension the analysis that i shared the nitty gritties the subtle and the gory details within the details the finest attendees and scholars and writers and aestheticians of the indian indian and south indian classical music systems were all in awe of the of the gurbani sangeet tradition and there's some audio and video clips of professor saxena during the interviews which have been conducted under my uh, gaze by i mean by myself or but also by professor francesca cassio and they they are worth listening to to see uh the reflections of these masters these these thinkers so this is the first uh thought uh so that you can once and for all uh, understand that when we want to associate ourselves um we must first know the definition of the terms uh a mindless usage of term without knowing the length and the breadth or the uh strength of something Uh, it's like vaccines you know it's a covid-19 uh era that we are all living through um it's like me going and getting a, a, a vaccine but later on i find out that it was just a fake injection it was just glucose or something it doesn't work like that um, so if you're looking at uh, uh the the uh heritage uh that it has to be that and not something which is uh hearsay and pratham patsha himself warns us against hearsay when he sings sun vada kha sab ko keval vada ti thave sun vada kha sab ko hearsay everybody says god's great or this great so and so is great but keval vada ti thave no it sing is bleeding so that is uh, the very first and the second and the third whatever as many points have made friends that is the idea of thing now there is um another problem which is to do with um, the contemporary some of the scholars there's a lot of uh, corruption and pollution that has occurred um there is a term called taksal taksal is another thing i uh, did a uh, in the uh, yadanath virtual pedic series i would suggest that you all follow i'm on patreon and planning to do that so that uh, before that it was a very exclusive i was very busy with the uh, the conservation i didn't have a chance and not these tools also didn't exist but that way let me just adjust my chair oh, okay this is better um that that uh, many people who have wanted to participate in the conservation efforts it was just not possible so um, I've been advised, in fact, by my very dear Pisa Maestro uh, Roberto Maestro Roberto Prosera is one of the finest uh, pianists in the world, one of the finest in Italy, 
um, who's created a software as well, which is used in some of the top conservatories. So the co one of the co-founders of Patreon is a friend of his, and they suggested me early last year, but then I was very busy with the Yadana Worship Attic series, even though I had opened an account and never worked on it since last May, and I only have gotten up here and plan to uh, get into the Punya Bataks and other things, uh, slowly sharing uh, some of the footage and all that. But in the Yarna Virtual Bedex series, which I am, which I've been hosting, I've uh, done 190 Bedeks already, um, and nearly seven, eight hundred hours of conversations. Like you guys, I'm very happy that you guys <laughs> are, are dedicated, and it's the old Gursi order like where, uh, well, we are pujaris of Akal, as we say, <laughs> in the time that we don't, we don't know what's a watch, right? <laughs> we, uh, we, we know what our focus is. So. Uh, like the Arjuna's eye, now sees the bird, nothing else. You know, that's how we are. We are also such snobs, uh, if I may. And so um, uh, the conversation with Professor Ranjit Singh that I recently conducted, I think it was the 189th virtual batak. That is about seven hours in two batak's. He's very elderly. He's 82. So the first one was three hours. I think in that. Uh, that was on the 30th of March. That has a lot of work on Taksal where I, and I'll just give you a brief, uh, like a synopsis or just talk so that in this context, in this recording, uh, which I'm told is, is kept safe, kept and archived, you, you'll have uh, <clears throat> that, that uh, clarity here. Now, Taksal literally means a mint, a mint, not the mint. Uh, like the one that we eat. Mint is the one that like the Federal Reserve that makes money, that, that stamps money, uh, that has a seal. Even if it is on an ordinary paper, if there's a seal, that has value. And the government of the land would honor that stamp for the value that is written. That is a mint. Like the Reserve Bank of India is a mint, is a taxal, where the sikka, the coin is stamped with a currency note is stamped. Now, none of the taxals, national taxals around the world of any nation actually deals with money. They don't open, like I cannot open an account with the Reserve Bank of India. It's a bank, but, or Federal Reserve, they don't open accounts. I mean, to my knowledge, at least in India, let me just take the example of the Reserve Bank of India. Um, they just create the currency. They regulate inflation, blah, 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 whatever the mandate is. That's a taxal that deals with the currency, the seals. Some of the compositions, in fact, all of the compositions that I've um, uh, you know, uh, illustrated, they're all taxali compositions. They are from the Gurnaniki mint. They're not creations of, of uh, musicians or these are what I wrote in my paper, uh, what is keeps then as uh, the revealed song versus the composed song. Uh, this is revealed knowledge. And Jesse may have a kasab one, you know, Tesara, Kari Gyanvilalu. That, as it comes, as he says, the coming of Bani, that is a revealed song. That must be understood about what the worth is, what is the uniqueness of this composition. Um, and, and, you know, the, the um, 
Taksal, uh, one of my contemporaries, uh, Gurnam Singh, wrote a book called, uh, um, uh, I think, Prabhante uh, Prasar, something like that, which is not taught as part of the syllabus as well, which is a pity because there's a lot of uh, misinformation in that. And I have, of course, written about it. So it's not something, uh, it's an academic response has been given. And I'm just sharing from that academic response. Um, he writes about 17 taksals. And the um, the bluff of one of them, for example, Hargana taksal, was uh, dealt with in detail in my conversation with Professor Ranjit Singh, because his father and uncle, they all belong to Dodadi Taksal, and to which uh, Pai Sampuran Singh also belonged to, who lived in Harguna village. Now, there was no school, even, even a school there. It was just a Vidwan, uh, you know, Sangeetkar living there. Uh, and uh, suddenly they are saying Harguna Taksal. So I asked for Zaranjit Singh, I pushed back. I said, well, but you say that, uh, I asked him that you say that he studied at the Dodo Taksal. And he said, yes. So I said that if there are 10 students from Dodar Taksal or five, and they were to go to five different villages, would those five villages become Taksal or they would just be known as the students of that? Um, you know, it's like getting a PhD from Yale or Cambridge or Harvard or MIT or Stanford or Berkeley or, or you know, Oxford, etc., or University of Bologna or whatever. Um, doesn't mean that you get a certificate, you go to village. And then you suddenly say that, oh, I'm from, uh, you know, Delhi, or, or let's say I'm from uh, Sadhpur University. Is that, how, is, how is it that you're a university? You're just an individual here. He says, but I have a certificate. I have a PhD from that uh, institution. So, but he says, but you just have a PhD, sire. Uh, you don't have the entire university here. Uh, this clarity is very odd. That is, why is it does why, why it doesn't exist? Because non-Sikhs question these kind of adventurous, this kind of adventurism. Now, so when I asked Professor Ranjit Singh that if he's just a student of Dodhubi Taksal, how can uh, his village uh, be suddenly uh, counted as a Taksal? So my second question to him was, did he in his own lifetime call it as Hargana Taksal? He says, no. Um, so now, um, I'm going to add one more term here to do with Taksal, which is Gharana. Now, the university, Indian classical music books, university books, uh, when you study Indian classical music or Hindustani Shastri Sangeet or Hindustani Sangeet uh, or the Indian music, um, the definition of a Gharana is given. They classify what is a Gharana. They say Gharana is, let's say, Baldeep Singh is a recognized grandmaster, like proven grandmaster, if we were to become that uh, famous in the field and acknowledged by the grand other grandmaster contemporaries, virtuosos and maestros. Um, and Baldeep Singh lives in Nizamuddin East in New Delhi, based out of that. And but the Gharana definition would not allow the grandmaster, virtuoso, maestro, Baibaldeep Singh, Ustahad, Pandit, etc. Um, as a gharana. 
That means in my entire lifetime, I will not be able to call myself a gharana. Now let's assume that I have two or three students which are very big. They become like very big even after my death. They go on rising like a, you know, extraordinary, uh, like extraordinary stars. And they are acknowledged, equally acknowledged by their contemporaries and some of the elders who live, who say, who bear witness, oh yeah, these guys have studied with the Grand Master Pai Valdeep Singh. And these guys are now authentic masters. This is great. That is wonderful. They are very, very dedicated. Their scholarship is extraordinary and their performance is stellar, etc., etc. They get all the accolades and analysis of their work is done. In spite of that, in their entire lifetime, that means decades more would have gone by, about 40, 50 years after the death of Pai Baldeep Singh, when the last of this generation, the first generation taught by Pai Baldeep Singh would be breathing his or her last, they would breathe their last without calling themselves as belonging to the Nizamuddin Gharana of Pai Baldeep Singh. Now, these four, five, six people, students of Bible we've seen, created the next, the third generation of grandmasters. And if they were to become outstanding and extraordinary towards the end of their tenures, would they be allowed, according to the definition, to call themselves the Gharana, Nizamuddin Gharana or Bible we Singh's Gharana? Can you imagine so difficult and such stringent is the definition of just the term gharana? Now, what is a gharana? A gharana is like a bank branch. When we talk of a mint, it's a bank branch, it's a gharana. It's not even the bank. That is how low in the order is a gharana. That means in the Indian classical music, there are four Vani's. The Khandar Vani is the oldest, which is to do with the Punjab, Afghanistan, Pakistan region, Kashmir. This is the, you know, Northwest uh, of India, of South Asia, which includes the entire Punjab, Haryana region and goes up to Kandhar, etc. From, from where the Gandharvgan came out, etc. Old times, millennials, uh, thousands of years ago. Now, that is the Khandarwani. And then you have the um, Nauharivani. Then you have the um, Dagurwani and the Gaurharivani, the four Vani's. Now, these four Vani's are Hindustani Sangeet. Right? Now, Khandarwani itself can have many gharanas like Shamcharasi, Talwandi, like the Maliks of Bihar. It spread. It's like so famous. Uh, the uh, Asad Ali Khan's Veena, etc. They were like Khandarwani masters. They were all extraordinary. Swami Haridas and Tansen, they all belong to the Khandarwani. Now, Khandarwani can have multiple gharanas, the Senia gharana, etc., etc. They're all part of the Khandarwani systems. 
So you can understand. But then that is like a major bank. It's like the you know State Bank of India or Punjab and Sindh Bank or Punjab National Bank and you know uh, Union Bank of whatever several banks. So these mats, for example, the Hanumat Mat, Narad Mat, Shaiv Mat, etc., they were all the different banks. And the mint is the Indic Ragnad system. That is the Texal. These are like the bank branches. And each of these Vanis and Mats can have multiple Gharanas. That is the stature, the hierarchy of the Gharana system. Now, when we look at the term Taksal, Dharamsal, which I have revived, and I am currently the head of that, uh, where the destruction, where I thought that I'll resettle it now in Sultanpur Lodi, as we do not have the Kartarpur, which my grand ancestor uh, was one of the grand Sikhs who built and served and studied. As that place is not with us Indians, it's in Pakistani, is Pakistani controlled territory. I thought the oldest relic, the mosque given that exists, is at the Kila of Sultanpur Lodi, which is a ruined fort. It is a namesake of a Kila. But it's one of the most corrupt police stations and some of the most corrupt politicians, and they've destroyed it uh, so much. But that is where I am now resettling the process of resettling the Dharamsal as Anad Khand. Anadis Adi Anil Anadi Anad Jugjuge Kovis. That's that Anad. And Khand is the Khand as inspired from the Khands of the Gyan Khand, etc., of Guru Nanak. Inspired both from Guru Nanak. An institute, a conservatory dedicated exclusively to the study of arts, aesthetics, and cultural traditions. Dharamsal is the beginning. Then it came to Khadur, to Goindwal, to Ramdas Puri, then Anandpur, then went to Multan with, under the care of uh, uh, Baba uh, Paisab Nandlal. And then at the advice and the instructions of Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj, Paisab Singh Khalsa, the head of the Panch Pyare, he was, as per instructions, settled two taksals, Girvadi in Hoshiarpur region and Sekhwa in the Firozpur region. And all the Nanak Panthis, including my ancestor, Paisab Singh at that time, and other uh, Nanak Panthis who were there as bare, who bore witness to the Guru's uh, order, they offered everything in their heart and mind, body and soul, and they established this, the, the educative processes, what I call the indigenous pedagogical processes, the Dehati Vidyak Pranalis, in there. And they are the mother and father, etc., of all other systems that existed. If you ask me what Sampradha I believe, I am to offer, I am to showcase my credentials. I should be able to say, well, this is, this is where I belong. Only then you should trust who I belong. Otherwise, hearsay knowledge and authentic knowledge, uh, how would that be there? Compositions that I've sung are seals. They're the proof. Anybody who doesn't know those compositions means they are hearsay thinkers and philosophers and uh, custodians and, uh, uh, you know, of the, uh, you know, they're, they're uh, self-styled. But they're not uh, carrying the seals of the gurus. They're not carrying, like the tag, like the taboo or the, the mark. <laughs> the, what do you call them? The... the um, uh, you know, the, the stamp, as we say. 
there's a term like they the brand you know that the, they put on the cattle <laughs> for example <laughs> you know uh, the mark so these are some of the mark the proof of your association with the gurus and the gurkhalsa it should be visible from far that you are a person you're a gursikhra of learning you're not one of those, oh, I am God gifted. I was born with the talent and I sing, take any text and sing. Well, that's wonderful. You must sing that. That's wonderful. But sir, do you have, have you ever offered any daswand? But what daswand are you talking? Well, I said, I would say, well, uh, you know, daswand of the memory of your hard drive, you know, the mind uh, that, that says, well, if you can remember, let's say a thousand songs, can you dedicate hundred songs to the, um, uh, to acquire the memory of the Gursikh order. That is offering the, the swan space in your brain and your memory. So that if somebody were to ask you, well, you can you sing uh, Bible Deep, sing your music? And you should say, oh, yeah, of course, well, let me sing you something that is mine. Yeah, but of course, it is uh, influenced by uh, the, uh, the education that I've gone through. That means you will see the um, antecedents or uh, glimpses or lakshanas or the features of the education I have undergone of the Gursik Parampara. But, well, this is my composition. And you could ask, well, can you give an example? Well, I'll say, okay. This is my composition in 17 beat Shekhartal in Rag Bhageswari. Where did you get this Rag Bhageswari from? Then I can tell, well, in the Golden Temple and the Darvarsa Parampara Saya, the Bhageswari was sung very beautifully. Really? Why? Because, well, because it corresponds to many other ragas uh, of the Gurbani and the Grand Masters would make sure that you were versed with all of the ragas so that you could sing those which are in the Gurbani properly. And so that you could learn the other ragas because they were sadhus, they would not give you any titillative, any hanky-panky, oh, I winked at the girl and the girl winked back at me. Well, I twisted the arm of the girl and the girl kicked my butt, you know, etc. Those kind of songs, uh, you know, which are Ishke Mizazi songs. No, the grand Gursik sadhus would not be interested in those texts. They would say, well, uh, you know, uh, let me teach you, uh, uh, you know, uh, Rag Jogia and Kalingra so that you will be able to sing Bhairam properly. And what would that be? They would say, well, Jogia goes, Jogi. Gully, Jogna, Hoi, Jogi, Gully, Jogna, Hoi, Ek, 
एक दृष्ट कर समसर जाना जोगी कहिया सोई जोगी कहिया सोई जोगी गली जोग ना हो जोग न खिंदा जोग न डंडा जोग न भस्म Where does this composition come from? Well, friends, this composition uh, is a, a memory from the Jogis and the Nats and the Siddhas. The Shruti of Jogia belonged to them. Nobody else knew this Shruti. And this is a proof of their association with Guru Baba Nanak. This is how they sang him. In the Shruti, they knew that belonged to them. Oh my goodness, then we say this has anthropological value. This has historical importance. Because it is an evidence from centuries ago of the association of the Jogis and the Siddhas that they became Nanak Panthis. Oh, Kalingada is another Shruti. How is that so? Je jana so nandada, je jana so nandada, tadhoda man kari, tadhoda man kari, thoda man kari. Je jana so nandada tathoda man kavi ji thoda man kavi. Je jana til thodne parita je jana til thodne Samal Bhok Bhari Je Jana Dil Thodne Samal Bhok Bhari Thoda Man Kavi And then they would say, well, now let us teach you Bhairam. Then let us show you how Ramkali goes, etc, etc. So the Samprada of the Taksal is where the memory is uh, safe kept. Yes, much has been destroyed. Yes, a lot is gone. But still, from the ruins of South Asia, factors like me, who saw in the you know 89 when I was selected to fly fighters for the Air Force, to be a flying pilot in the Indian Air Force, I renounce my career 
went into recovery of the Gursik heritage, saying, well, this is also serving humanity and serving the nation, serving the calm. And such recoveries have been made from exegesis to the music, to the instruments, etc., 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 even to the social political, uh, you know, um, domain. So this, in fact, uh, also should rest, uh, you know, this whole entire new age funda, you know, which actually stems from something I'm actually the culprit behind because I famously reprimanded some of the ragis, and I was just I was a very young. Born, bred, and irretrievably spoiled in Chandigarh, a modern young kid, forgy kid, you know, always living in technology, flying and designing planes, winning competitions, a champion, a bottler, and a pilot. <laughs> I was, you know, as arrogant and as ruthless, as shameless as one could get. And I would, when I came and I said, hey, you, you are ragis and you are singing, you're earning money from it, and you're still not the memory bearers. Why don't you go and sit with some of the last remaining elders who are dying in anonymity? You should invest your earning money. This is your profession. You should be the memory bearers, the next memory bearers. I cannot reprimand or challenge or confront an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer or a politician or a bureaucrat or a military man or military woman, etc. Because they are doing other things. They have a different vocation. They only can learn music as a hobby and sing whenever they get time. But you are earning money. You're earning bread, man. It's your responsibility. You have to first inherit the endowment of the guru. Stop trying to copy music from here, there and everywhere. Just because it is available on the radio in the new age, you're getting spoiled. They say, what do you mean by Zaba? You know, it takes so many years. I said, so what? It's your responsibility. They said, hey, you don't understand. You know, all these, uh, you know, elders you talk about, they hardly make money. We look, the money we are making, some of the biggest names who talk like that, friends. And then I said, and I don't know, we're age 19 and a half or something. I said, well, has the Guru Sahib written Radasa Mela Pela? Has the Guru uh, written Raag Siri Mela Pella or whichever way you like? That you need to first learn. You sing what you want to do. You sing in the folk, whatever. I don't care. You sing as you want, as you please. But you must learn as much as possible because we need people who are bearers of the Guru's memory. And the memory bearers of the Gurkhalsa order. And these, uh, you know, memory bearers must be generated. The finest minds of the Qaum and the Panth should be engaged to be the safe keepers of the Gurus' endowments. 10% of your memory, can you donate that much? If you're so godforsaken, can you even learn one composition in each of the ragas that is there in the Gurbani? Even that they did not do. And now some people have tried to steal part of my line. They are now telling to everyone, oh, it must only be sung in the Dharit ragas. But the point is, how can you sing Rag Kalyan unless you learn other allied ragas of the entire family of Kalyan? And how will you learn those other ragas? If you want to sing properly Prabhati, you, you'll have to learn Deshkar and so many others. 
And those within the Gursikh order, as I was giving evidence of Bhageswari, that it has been sung so well. Look at this composition which I have managed. My voice is all dead, friends. But anyway, you know that uh, uh, in the context that I'm speaking and, and I haven't slept, uh, as, as, you know. And for that, you know, Vivek and Gagan and company, these, um, if I may naughtily poke them, these goons are responsible. They kept me awake, you know. And I've been kicking the entire last night where I, when I should have been sleeping. Then I said, hey, guys, it's 7 o'clock already in the morning. They said, oh, we're so sorry. All these fake tears and fake apologies. So I'm coming from that. So you will bear with me uh, with my broken voice. And I'm trying to uh, pump in as much as water as I can to keep it sort of, uh, you know, um, not, not to, to keep it hydrated. Look at this fantastic composition. Uh... So when I'm composing something in Bhageswari, these are, I don't know, I've learned them when I was what, 18, 17, 18, and they are in Paramadene. And when suddenly a composition comes, it's because of that education, because of the learning. So I hope this um, uh, free uh, yourself from this kind of a misnomer that, oh, you must only think, why? You need to learn. If you raga is a subject, you need to learn all the ragas. All the ragas, especially the allied ones. If you want to sing Gaudi Bairagan, you'll have to run, learn Bairagi. And then you'll have to learn Bairagan. Then you'll have to learn Gaudi. And then you'll have to learn about the blend of raga Gaudi Bairagan. Otherwise, you would be a singer, you'd be some copycat, some, you know, robotic uh, renderer of some composition here, some composition there, which has basically no meaning. No Vidwan would ever be influenced and would be impacted by your song. It will just be a small empty ritual. Well, then we can uh, live in a kushpami that, oh, yeah, at least we are singing Gurbani. Well, then one can just read Gurbani and it's okay to sing as much as you can. I mean, uh, that's the underlying factor. For me, where I come from, as much as you can sing, as well as you can sing is important. But if it is your profession, if it is your vocation, just imagine, go to the Baroque musicians of Europe or the West. Can you ever imagine a Baroque musician who wouldn't know anything about Mozart? 
and Vivaldi's and others. Any Western classical musician who wouldn't know about Franz Liszt and Beethoven, etc., Rachmaninoff, etc. It's not possible. But we have Gurbani Kirtan cards now, Kirtaniyas, who have no idea about the history of Kirtan. How can we accept that? How can we allow that as a Panth? And then we are basically learning rag, stealing, plagiarizing from university books, Hindustani Shastri Sangeet books. We think every Todi is the same. It's almost like every Sabji from far looks like a Bataun. That doesn't work like that. We need to honor the Gursik memory bearers, the memory keepers. Talking of Gharana, I asked my grand uncle, by Avtar and by Gurchar, in 87 or 88, I just only freshly learned about the definition of a Gharana. And I had been, you know, my cousin belonged to the Agra Gharana, uh, Balbir Singh, uh, who studied with Sadat Son Singh. And in fact, uh, the composition that you uh, hear from Sadat Son Singh from 1969. It's composed by Isabel Music Council, as a student of Sadar Son Singh. That's my cousin's composition sung by his teacher, Sadar Singh. <laughs> This one is a Chota Khayal composition. So I asked my grand uncle, what is our gharana? What is the name of our gharana? Which gharana do we belong to? They laughed. They were just giggled. They just couldn't control it. They had not expected that question. It was clear. I said, yeah, because so and so belongs to Agra gharana. So and so belongs. We are three generations so many times over, so we could call ourselves a gharana. <laughs> they still continued the giggle, and then the giggle turned into melancholy. The moist eyes says they said um, initially it was by Avtar and by Kuchal Singh chimed in. My younger grand uncles, both of them, they said, Betia, Sada Kukarana ni Guru Nanak da Karana hai. Asi ta sevakhamas, Guru di vidya de asi bas rakhya. We are custodians. We are, this is the, this is Guru Nanak's gharana. We are only, you know, custodians and safekeepers. We are only servants of this knowledge. We don't claim any, anything on it. 
And I was, believe me, friends, I was taken by my grandmothers. I was floored. It was so, so, so moving. A sight to behold. From that <laughs> uncontrollable giggle <laughs> to the amusement to when they began to reflect on the parampara and Guru Baba Nanak, his endowments and the assumption that we are only custodians. So that uh, is something which I thought is also very important for you all to have clarity about. So learning and singing rag forms only gives you clarity and gives you scholarship to sing well the ragas that are there in Gurbani um, and the terms taksal, we don't take liberty at, at coining or renaming any small school here and there as a taksal, just because somebody butters your ego, we don't just go on naming them. We're very judicious in calling what is taksal. And taksals, we are technically the oldest ones are that, you know, though the taksal doesn't exist, it was just, it just came into being and it had authentic learning in terms of Gurbani Sangeet. And one thing under, I'd like to underscore, all, as I said, like Reserve Bank of India and Federal Reserve, etc., the Bank of Italy and so on, so on, whatever they are, the, the mint, all the taksals, irrespective of their names, Girvadi and Sekma, they had the same knowledge systems. The composition, the repertoire was just the same. It was just locations. As I said, they're like different banks or branches within those different banks. That's how they were. But the knowledge was the same. If one master is teaching a composition of Guru Arjan Dev Maharaj and telling that this is the original of Guru Arjan Dev Maharaj, they all sang the same composition. And if they created a new composition, they would tell, well, this is my composition or this so-and-so elder's composition, etc. But the original punji, the wealth, the inheritance was always passed on. And passed on at a very quick pace. That's the other very interesting phenomenon. In the other, I've gone and done, I'm the only protagonist of a major tradition, one of the oldest, in fact, if not the oldest surviving uh, musical uh, systems of uh, South Asia, uh, let's say one of the oldest, um, which is five and nearly five and a quarter centuries, if not a few more years. And uh, um, I'm the only one from such an old tradition who went in search of grammar and answers and so of comparative study when I was recovering the pedagogical process, memory and pedagogy of Gurbani Sangeet, I wanted to, I was curious, coming for flying, I wanted to see what others are doing, what others have done, how are we placed? So the most important, you know, contemporary, uh, uh, you know, in the contemporary times, the comparative analysis which has been done has been, uh, I'm so grateful that the Guru Sahib gave me that seva. And it needs to be 
Um, there was a point I was making. I don't know. Does anybody recall what I was? Uh, I was going there. I think I lost chain of thread. About the uh, one of the factors in our process of learning, like passing on knowledge. Yes, I see. Sagar, yes. Shabash, thank you. Um, in the in all the other systems, uh, I saw that they would say, "Oh yeah, yeah, beta or beti, uh, you have to learn the art of seva. You need to learn some humility." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't come like that. You have to spend 10, 15, 20, 30 years in seva. Then knowledge comes. <laughs> with the with the Gursikh order, I saw total opposite. Exact opposite. <laughs> Our masters would say, Oh, Kaka, we have no idea if I'm going to be around tomorrow. So open up your heart. Let me. Let me force fit. Tone deo kende knowledge. Tone deo kena. Papa ji pass karo hono hundi ni saal. Kare dangar tum kar ja kende tum lala kende kama hogi. So it's a total reverse. You are granted knowledge first. You go on analyzing after. That where it's and I wanted to analyze it. Where does it stem from? It's the kalukaras, the persecution. Elders met in jungles. I want to you know. In fact, I'm. Two years ago, I said that I'm ready now to, as I said, in, when I was 18, I said the future of storytelling in the Gursik order has to be animation films. As I said that in 87, 88, actually. We need our own satellite. We'll have our own radio station, etc. And people thought I was bonkers. And this, this kid who does flying, he, you know, what is he talking about? And there were no private television at that time in India. And I was talking about that. I was like, that ahead. We, why Red Cross? We, we should have our own. This, I've already written and spoken way back in 88, 89. But then the focus was on the memory. And I prioritized on the memory because, as I said at that time, that the memory is something that you can only uh, imbibe from the memory bearers when they live. Tangible assets, the difference between the conservation of the intangible heritage is exactly that. Intangible assets, heritage and assets therein, you can only imbibe and assimilate when the masters, master memory bearers are living. Tangible heritage can be distributed or safe kept after. And without any public funding, private funding, I could only do as much because I was dealing with a community which had lost the heritage which I was trying to re recover. They were thinking, but we don't need it anymore. Why are you even wasting your time? You should continue flying. This is not what you should be doing. That's the kind of attitude I had to deal with. Now there is some awakening, you know, there's the younger generation, etc. Uh, but I was like an advanced agent, you know, of the current generation, as if which was sent earlier. Okay, these these last three generations have screwed up everything. They've destroyed and everything is gone. And okay, baby boy, uh, you need to, uh, you know, pop out in the world a little earlier and try to recover as much as possible for the uh, for the times to come. So that's the kind of my role as it was. Um, but I said that animation films, for example, would be uh, the key. Uh, factor and two two years ago I said well I'm ready now to deliver my homework is done with the book now almost ready in fact today um, the the vice chancellor of Gurunanda University uh, did a couple of corrections in his foreword uh, that has come now the book should I mean I, in this week uh, I would be sending the book for print 
the first 500 copies will be printed by the Gunaga University of 80 ragas and 334, 5, 6 compositions. 327 include in the main body, but in the foreword, there are about seven, six, seven, eight compositions more, which I have not included because it's just a pain to renumber everything. And I'm doing it manually myself and using InDesign on my laptop. And you will see every single detail, markers, etc., are done by me. Um, so the, the, this uh, uh, aspect is I want to film that, for example, animation. There's so many narratives which I have from uh, that. I just need to raise a few million dollars to set up a uh, animation uh, company of the fine. I mean, I want to challenge Disney, Disney World, etc., Disney and Walt Disney's work and some of the Japanese consortiums. Uh, Pixar, etc. All those who have done the work, I want to set because I am from the field of arts, etc. I'm a sculptor, luthier, etc. And I draw, etc. I know, and I'm a filmmaker and archivist, so uh, audio restorer, etc. I've had to do because lack of funding, that means you have to do everything. You have to learn all the trades. Um, like I'm the old order oh, oh, osteopath and medical practitioner. <laughs> you, you did everything. <laughs> so, um, this is a very, very unique attribute in the Gursik order in the old way. And you will see if there is a grandmaster uh, who is from the old Gursik order, they would never hold back knowledge. But they would be very ruthless. They would look for a patra. Because if they would not find a patra, kupatra, if one was just arrogant and it's like entrusting something very precious. Uh, if someone was arrogant, then they would want to first, because they work with the ego. Uh, they they are not just mechanics. They would first, you know, <laughs> put you in the anvil and use the harshest sandpaper to rub on your ego. And one dances a lot, you know, in, at their hands. And once uh, some work is done, then they and then then you know they 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 uh, That is the state I have I have personally, uh, you know, felt and have dealt with. And my students, uh, believe you me, uh, by Guru's grace, uh, it is as the situation is bad, as bad as that. All of my buggers, you know, students, they all tire and then I've always asked, hey, why don't you work more? Hey, you need to learn more. How many compositions of Pakhavan you have? Parvind would say, oh, well, Gurudev, you know, I think it's gone about 20 to 2,000, 2,100. I said, but there are thousands more. Boy, come on, hurry up. So, oh yeah, I'm now planting plants immediately, this and that, you know, all this Kalyug and Maya comes in between. But that's how um, uh, the, the very, um, uh, you know, <laughs> something very unique, a unique attribute in the uh, Gursik order, in the passage of knowledge. Uh, no Vidya holding was ever done. Uh, it was passed on because in the jungles when they would meet, uh, they would they would not know if they would meet again. And there was something precious. They would just pass on. Hey, come, let me show you something. That's how beautiful, uh, you know, some of the anecdotes uh, that my grandma and Bibi Santkor and my granduncles and my grandfather, uh, they, they passed on like that. So I hope that uh, establishes one more point uh, in that sense. Uh, I, um, what else can I... Can I speak on the documentation, the archives is very, very important. Uh, I would invite people who have any means, you know, any spare buck to 
become partners in the conservation of the intangible heritage it's a priority um so many people have uh, been you know given ideas by me um you know uh, you see 1469s those t-shirts and all that uh, you know harinder and shrinder that's the idea that i gave in way back in 97 98 i asked them you just make t-shirts you know i want to start a series which will value our traditions they miswrote that they started with traditional value then i their dear buddies friends i said hey buggers you know uh, there's nothing about traditional value you want i want to start a series to value our traditions as oh paaji you the only kya gaya logo ban gaye i said so they even without we started so point i'm making is i'm behind so much that is going on those are my ideas i have contributed given to people uh, documentation lot of archives and digitization etc that you see but i'm the one who started way back in the late 80s many of them many most of these people are mentored or taught at one time or the other or who've been in conversation with me and people have been inspired so uh, those are one but my focus has always been in the uh, search of um of of uh, uh intangible heritage yesterday i realized i tumbled upon while writing a synopsis for the durham university in uk This is a synopsis on the uh, uh, music, uh, uh, death, you know, and ritual, uh, and and I thought, well, you know, we the Guru Six have a lot to talk about, from Alania to Sadh to uh, you know Anjaliya and so on and so forth, and a lot of Gurbani which uh, speaks about uh, the, uh, the idea of uh, what is death, etc. So I was writing the synopsis while writing. I was looking at the padas, and I wanted to. copy the first pada in rag sort and then i looked at baba maya's adana where the second one i said gosh have my has have my grand uncles written that and looked in the books i didn't find the composition of course i said i've been taught that where is the composition so i couldn't find this one sung by my grand uncles then i chanced find uh, you know uh, find found uh, by harchan singh ragi's uh, uh sung uh, you know recorded from 1970 by sarakama whatever the company that had published doing uh, to mark the 5th centenary of guru nanak dev maharaj's uh, anniversary and um, uh, but then once i heard it and i recalled the entire composition but uh, of course by her chan singh is singing like in a sayantra but in that composition uh, um, well if you are uh, i know that there was an option to share uh, let me see if my indesign file is on yes it is on and uh, i'm in the midst of writing that but uh, i can i can um share that uh, let me see um there is um a way to share oh i see there are actually i thought i was the only one speaking with uh, there are a few uh, folks from around that's Well, my salutations to everyone. I thought that you would have all been bored. Now that I'm looking at the screen, trying to find how do I share? Oh, um, um, so in is, this um, with the this channel, uh, we can't share a screen, unfortunately. Oh, I cannot share the screen. Uh, not in this um in this channel. Um, if you like, we can maybe send a screenshot, um, into um for the Sangha to see. If you're okay oh, with okay. that. Oh, how how can I put the screenshot? Um, 
I think if you print the press the print screen button on your keyboard, and then you can no, paste. No, no. no, here. How do I put it here? Oh, so you can't share the screen, unfortunately, um, with the um, with this um, no, channel. No, no. no is, how, how can you upload it here? Oh, you can just paste it, like um, like copy paste it as well. Where? Like, just just in, in that. The, um, you can do the text for voice section.